0: Hi, I'm Karen McMullen, the Human Design Channel, author of the book Alchemy of Consciousness, longtime lover of human design, and passionate salsa and bachata dancer. Together, let's activate your truth, unleash your aliveness, so that you can dance freely in your role in the global grand reorganization happening now on Earth. For me, human design was a sexual awakening that burned through the quietly draining aspects of my life. Let's see what it is for you. (laughs) That person is just so lame. I don't even care if they notice me. I'm not even going to bother sharing because they're not even worth my time or energy. Okay, that's my best imitation of the sour face of the bitter projector who feels unrecognized, unseen, unvalued, dismissed. If you are a projector, bitterness is a part of the deal, it's a part of the design, it's a part of the experience. So in today's video, we're going to unpack what this means and how you can best approach bitterness in order to make use of it and have it actually serve you in a positive way. Now, before we get into bitterness, if you did not see the video about success that we already did, go check that out there and then come back. It explains the duality, because success and bitterness exist on a spectrum and they work together as signals for the projector of alignment. I wonder who that is. Oh, hey there projector! Welcome to the projector playlist where we are exploring every important keynote of what it means to be a projector from the viewpoint of five human design experts who are projectors who've been in the experiment of human design for many years. Wait for the invitation. Having an absorbing, penetrating aura what it means to truly be recognized success and bitterness how to create and operate a successful business avoiding burnout as a non-sacral being all right so let's get into today's video welcome the first thing that's
1: coming through about bitterness is i'm being shown a time in my life when i was using my gifts with people who didn't want them and how frustrating that was for me and how consistently bitter i would be the thing that's coming through right now is like the way that i got to a place where bitterness wasn't consistent and isn't something i experience very often anymore was through doing doing a lot of work around places where my gifts were connected into wounds places where I was trying to get validation, places where I was assuming that because I knew people wanted it, places where I was just being like all around very messy with my energy, which, you know, at the time I didn't know what I didn't know. I look back on that version of me and I was, I was over giving I was sort of out of control psychic. I I did not have a handle on my gifts at all. And now I look at where I am today and I have this like immense autonomy over them and complete choice with when I use them. If I were to experience bitterness today, it would be because I'm, I'm seeing something that somebody else isn't seeing. And then I'm getting annoyed that they're not seeing it, or I'm getting annoyed that they don't want to transform. And that's the exact same thing that would happen as a teenager. When I was like, don't you want to heal this? Like, I can see it perfectly. And then would would get really bitter that people didn't want to transform.
2: I don't think I know any projector that doesn't hear bitterness and like immediately think of, they're, they're like, yes, yes, I've experienced this, right? Projectors will just know and feel like, yep, there have been times when I felt overlooked, not seen. I have this brilliant idea. Nobody gets it. Nobody's, you know it's not landing, whatever it is. But where I think that takes a lot of us is then I want success. I want real success as a projector. And then we're in the human design experiment. Potentially there's even a false promise, right? When human design gets distorted into, well, you're just going to live this life of perfect success. But in reality, what I find is we're exploring what both of those things, the, the signature and the, I don't like calling it not self because to me, both of these things, we're exploring bitterness, we're exploring success, are part of the dance that we feel as projectors. And we just find more, more richness, more, more of what's possible in each of these frequencies. So, you know, bitterness then guides us into, hmm, I didn't feel seen in this situation or that didn't land. Where am I being nudged to? Maybe you um, I don't know, you find a community. And you feel really seen there and it feels super successful, and you're making all these connections. You know, I'm thinking about like a fourth line right now, and that's great for three, five, 10, 20 years. And then you start feeling bitter. You didn't mess anything up. I promise it was not a mistake. Like that's where life took you. And then that bitterness becomes this gift that orients you into I didn't feel good. Like, what am I actually seeking now? Maybe you need something different in a community, maybe you've changed, right? Becoming friends with both of them, I think is really what it's
1: about.
3: Yeah, I would say bitterness, like is literally a physical feeling for me. I feel it in my mouth. Uh, First of all, I hate bitter taste. I hate the taste of bitterness. I I love, like Negroni is one of my favorite drinks, but when I order it, I always say very light on Campari because of that bitterness. And I find uh, for me, The bitterness is so clear when I step out of alignment and I've done it so many times in my life. When I'm trying too hard and I can feel it, that's bitterness basically comes in. It's like trying too hard, trying to prove, trying, 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 trying anything, you know, trying to be noticed, trying to be the best, trying, that's when bitterness shows up.
4: I get better all the time. I experience bitterness a lot. It's activating to feel bitter. It is uncomfortable. It kind of feels like you're rubbing two pieces of sandpaper together. It's how I could describe it. If it feels in my body, like it's just this kind of nauseating, like, ugh, like nails on the chalkboard, anything that's uncomfortable. I hate the feeling of when you're cutting something on a plate and like the fork or the knife scrapes against the plate and makes that really loud noise. That to me is bitterness. <laughs> And it usually happens when I leave um, a situation, an experience that isn't nourishing. You know, I feel let down by someone. I feel let down by myself.
3: It comes to basically to this thing of like, what am I missing? Why do I need to try? And asking myself that question. And so when I actually understand where it's coming from, and sometimes it's just maybe this feeling of you know, that I'm tired and I haven't given myself enough recognition that I try too hard. I guess we all kind of, you know, have have our own insecurities from time to time. And every time that we're triggered, there's this sense of like, oh, I got to overcompensate. So I think when we stay in awareness, okay, why am I trying to overcompensate for something? Or what's bothering me about like not being noticed right now or feeling like I have to prove my point? or I am trying too hard to explain something. So as soon as I notice myself trying, I try to kind of reel it back. That bitterness is, actually I think it every once in a while because it reminds me that I've stepped out of alignment. So it, it, it is actually a very valuable thing, I find. As much as I hate anything bitter, uh, I find that it just reminds me that I'm human and that I still have things to work on. So bitterness is definitely, uh, we all need to be befriended. I think Biscuit agrees.
0: <laughs> I really love how Eugenia is speaking about the frequency of trying in relationship to bitterness and how she can notice when she's trying. But that's a real good indicator that she is in bitterness, versus there's sort of this beautiful composure about projectors who aren't trying, who are just knowing their value, honoring themselves, staying in their center, um, and then offering their value in the, in the places that feel right for them. And as Pilar Lesko was saying, that she's only sharing her value one when the other person is really invested in receiving it and two where she actually desires to give it. It's really easy to
4: to go into that sort of snowball effect when bitterness comes up and to let that spiral you into deeper bitterness and more bitterness and, you know, you can really like take it out on other people. And sometimes I do. I mean, I'm definitely not perfect and healed or anything by any means. Yeah. The way that I experience it is just, it's kind of this gross feeling in my body. Like I've hit a little bit of a speed bump or a dead end. And what it serves to me as is like a, this little signpost or sort of a checkpoint. And maybe even sometimes this little reminder, like, Hey, have you been on autopilot for a while? You know, have you been kind of turned off for a little bit? Like, do you need to reignite that spark and turn back on and maybe switch your feet a little bit, put on a different pair of shoes, like switch directions. It's not like, oh, bad. Now I have to fix something. It's just maybe let's reroute or let's take a beat before we proceed. It's this reminder for me to slow down, reframe, maybe look at who I'm spending my time and energy on that is not making me feel good It's just a little signal that something's out of alignment. It's not a big, scary thing that like, I'm not living my design. It's
0: part of living your design. One of the main things that our projectors have iterated over and over is befriend your bitterness. Your bitterness is there to activate you, to show you your wounds, to show you your unresolved triggers and to guide you in the direction of your truth. So when bitterness arises, use it as a signal and a sign. <laughs>
5: bitterness We're never going to escape it. So we just can't put the, the pressure and stress. The biggest thing about bitterness for me is what I ask myself now is how much time, energy and money this is costing me how long do I want to dwell in the bitterness? Because as projectors know, we could go on and on and on and stay bitter for a very long time, but what's worth it? Is it worth holding on and having that resentment and that regret or that anger and bitterness towards someone or something, or even a self feeling of failure, right? We can get really bitter in that and, and relive the cycle of it. Or do we want to change it? And I think that's a powerful thing about the flip side of bitterness is success. It's like, you're either bitter or you're successful. You can't be both. You can't be a bitter, successful person. (laughs) So you have to separate it and be like, well, if I choose bitterness, I'm really letting go of that success and I want the success. So I got to let go of the bitterness and to be able to do that work behind it. And again, give yourself the time because as humans, we have the not self theme because we're meant to experience that emotion and that feeling. So give it to yourself, but ask yourself how long And how much success is it costing me? And how much success am I willing to let it cost me? The way that I have supported myself in letting go of bitterness has absolutely been mentorship. There are as projectors um, in our circle, we feel very misunderstood. And to be a misunderstood for bitterness is a whole other world. And to be able to get out of bitterness when we're sharing with people, We can get stuck in it. So mentorship has been the biggest one for me, where this really safe space to just let go, vent, be it, and also somebody holding me with that choice of, do you want to stay here or do you want to move into success, and letting my world be open by that, my eyes open, and again where I don't have to bring it into every other area of my life. It's kind of like sorry, but you get all of this of me <laughs> and I don't have to bring it here, right? You don't have to experience My partner doesn't have to experience. My parents don't have to experience, My, you know, they don't have to. Thank you for holding that space and I can work through it and come back in a really clean way. And then also movement. So movement for me is huge. I'm a huge, I believe all projectors too, since we take in so much and hold so much, we have to let it out, out of movement. So running for me, any form of exercise and then music where I can actually just get out of my head and be really inspired by openness, right? And, and feeling and something outside of me has been really helpful for that bitterness too.
0: One of the things that both Alex Cantone and Amy Elizabeth have alluded to is when bitterness arises, you really do have a choice of whether you go further down the rabbit hole of bitterness and compound it and make it more and more and more, or if you just use it as a sign and redirect your focus. um, And that that's actually going to be very important for what unfolds next, because um, if you compound it, you become more bitter. I love this point that Amy Elizabeth is making about how she gets the bitterness out with a mentor and also through exercise and that she has very specific outlets for her bitterness. I feel this is really important because the projector has the penetrating aura. So if you're bringing bitterness out into the world in your daily interactions with, with just anyone, um it's really felt and known and it's very very unpleasant and i've really noticed this with projectors in my life if they're bringing bitterness into an interaction with me and if, even if they're just complaining about things generally it's penetrating me so i'm like getting the bitterness deeply inside and it doesn't feel good and it 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 leaves me with this bad feeling about being around that person And I love what Amy Elizabeth is saying is that you can't be a bitter and successful person. You have to choose one or the other. It's essential in that case that if you, you know, that you work with the bitterness, I love that. She's like saying, don't deny it, actually get it out, have an outlet for that energy, but then move into success. So I think it's important to have those outlets and those ways that you can work with the bitterness, but then get yourself into a place where you've actually shifted and where you can be genuinely in that core frequency of your truth and who you are. I always find this word bitterness very fascinating and how kind of visceral it is for projectors. So I would love to hear how you taste it, how you feel it, how you experience bitterness as a projector and to hear some of your observations of how it plays out for you. So please share in the comments below. There are more videos in the projector playlist as well as fun skits that I've done. So you can check those out there. And I am here for readings. I do amazing readings where I tune into the energetic signature of your essential self and see how to bring that into form using my channeling as well as my perception of human design. Well, beautiful, you have been listening to the Human Design Channel. For more of this, you can visit me on my YouTube, access the free Worth Workshop on my website, KarenMcMullen.ca, where you can also book a one-on-one channeled human design reading and check out my many programs and masterclasses. If you've enjoyed this, I would love to receive your support through a review of the podcast and also by following. As always, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to connecting with you again soon here on the Human Design Channel.